Hello and welcome back to the Time Sticking YouTube channel. My name is Jake and in today's video I'm excited to talk to you about one of the most popular watch names in the watch industry. So stick with us through this intro and I will be exploring the history of Tissot. Tissot has become a staple wristwatch for a plethora of folks around the globe. That is, to say the least, putting it mildly. With millions of watches sold annually each year, Tissot is an inescapable name that denotes a fair price and solid engineering. Originating in Switzerland, like many famed watch brands, Tissot launched as a father and son operation in 1853. The combined labors of Charles Valissian Tissot and his son Charles Emile entered the watchmaking scene in Le Local Switzerland, located in the Jura Mountains. What's often referred to as the Watch Valley, covering the Swiss Jura Arc from Geneva to Switzerland, was really hitting its stride as Europe's premier watchmaking local during the 19th century. Though the area of Switzerland had a history with timekeeping dating back to the 15th century, more families began planting their flags and sending their products into a growing international market at this time. What the Tissots had to offer at launch was a two-time-zone pocket watch. They certainly weren't the first to project this kind of mechanical prowess into the world, but its craftsmanship and expert construction would sow the seeds for a series of future successes. Within the century, Tissot would become presidential, international, and well on its way to fresh innovations. After releasing their first watches in 1853, Tissot began crafting pendant watches for the US market. In 1858, just five years after their establishment, father and son Tissot landed their pendant watches in the States to fair success. It was in 1858 as well that Charles Emile ventured to spread their family name across the Russian Empire. Appealing to two of the world's largest markets for European export watches worked out well for Tissot. What's more, they established themselves as a company that could make watches that appealed to both men and women. Their pendant watches alone made Tissot synonymous with catering to a variety of horological tastes. It took a little longer for an 1878 release of Tissot's pendant-style watches on the Russian market, but they were just as well received as any pocket watches they were selling in that country. Almost one decade later, in 1887, Tissot's international appeal paid off in a very presidential way. It was in that year that they were charged with designing a pocket watch for Swiss president Numa Droz. In three short decades, the Tissot family was curating a fine dynasty. Tissot's early years helped establish their name on a growing global market. When the 20th century came roaring in, so did opportunities for adapting new styles to the brand. A new era saw a surging demand for wristwatch timepieces. This rising influence spawned a 1916 classic for Tissot, the banana. Its arched rectangular case design and oblong-shaped Arabic numerals matched a growing trend toward Art Deco-inspired fashion in watchmaking. What's more, it was an early wristwatch from Tissot, and it became an immediate classic. Through the 1920s, Tissot would cling to this modernizing bend toward avant-garde wristwatches. However, one of watchmaking's powerful firsts would be born from Tissot come 1930. 1930 marked the release of the world's first non-magnetic watch. Labeled the Anti-Magnetique, Tissot's creation addressed the issue of loss of time due to electromagnetic field influence. It was in the same year that Tissot merged with Omega. 
Their combined efforts led to a long relationship with building stopwatches for sporting events. This included major skiing events in Switzerland, as well as other major international tournaments. By the 1940s, Tussauds began running their first filmed advertisements in cinemas. These ads became the norm and had a massive appeal to a new generation that was growing up on wristwatches. Through this decade, Tussauds and Omega, as a combined force, continued to take sporting events by storm, while retaining the stylistic integrity of current watchmaking fashion. Turning up the heat on simplified user interfaces, Tussauds dropped another gem in 1951. Their Navigator wristwatch employed the first ever 24 time zone piece that required zero manipulation to read. This attention to detail on streamlining user interfaces would lead them toward further developing a renown of both quality and stylistic flair. Once the 1960s hit, Tussauds had become highly dialed in to their popularity in the racing world. In 1965, combining their relationship with sports and stylistic evolution, they patented the first ever watch strap with holes, designed for fashion. Mirroring the steering wheels on race cars, Tussauds portrayed retro futurism and a penchant for racing sports in this unique release. Futurism gripped the watchmaking world through the 1960s and 1970s. With the space race fresh on the minds of the world's watch wearers, rising interest in new technologies took hold of the globe. A stark reality of this rising tide toward automation for brands like Tussauds was the eventual release of the electronically powered wristwatches. By the 1980s, Tussauds, along other major Swiss mechanical brands, suffered major monetary losses. In 1983, Tussauds was thus purchased by the Swatch Watch Group, a reality that stands to this day. After Tussauds was picked up by Swatch, they began releasing novelty pieces under the Tussauds brand name. 1985 saw the release of a rock watch, made almost entirely out of stone, aside from the movement and band. 1989 saw the release of a wood watch from Tussauds, a now trendy form of case design that they predicted quite well. Under Swatch, their greatest current success one can cite for Tussauds is their T-Series. Combining their history of sporting prowess and fluid appeal among audiences of all genders, Tussauds put both feminine and masculine styles into this line. Applying their years of unique innovation to quartz watchmaking, with their name in the hands of Swatch, Tussauds would birth the crown jewel of their quartz series, the Tussauds T-Touch. Being the first tactile touch-screen Swiss watch, the T-Touch took on a life of its own in the world of horology. After its 1999 debut of the T-Touch would go on to take a variety of new forms. Solar-powered and sports-oriented T-Touch watches continue to remain popular to this day. As it could be easy to dismiss Tussauds as another Swatch brand, a powerful Swiss name cheapened by the success of Quartz, it's a lot more than that. Tussauds still exists because of their adaptations to changes in watchmaking. If they had not joined other Swiss companies in the 19th century in trying to grow and evolve watchmaking, the world of watches would be at a loss. Still running on their motto, innovations by tradition, Tussauds remains a tour de force name in the watchmaking world. While the father and son origins of the brand seem miles away from their current standing, it was that original hustle and spirit that laid Tussauds watches on the wrists of presidents and everyday people alike. Tussauds is more than a safe mid-range watch, to put it another way. After nearly two centuries of staying on top of trends and bringing their own flair to watch design, they are a historically significant brand that's worth the attention they retain. Perhaps another tactile surprise may come from them as the world of watches moves into the future. 
Until then, their ability to blend tradition with current trends will continue to inspire millions of purchases around the globe. And as always, leave your thoughts down in the comments below, and I'll see you next time. Wow, thanks again for watching our YouTube video today. If you've really enjoyed it, we actually have a couple more videos available just right here and right there. On top of that, our entire channel is at your disposal, and if you subscribe by clicking the link that's right next to me, we'll give you the latest update on our most recent videos. So, thanks again for watching, and we hope to see you again.